Today is the 13th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian, and uh, it is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you as we greet a new week. And uh, together we stand at the threshold and turn the knob and step through into a shiny and sparkly new one. And uh, like every brand new week, it's out in front of us. And so everything that's gone before is something that is now a part of our past. And uh, here we are, but we're looking into the future and how we live into it. Right? Like, I mean, if last week was chaos and everything is blown apart in some of your relationships, I mean, that can be perpetuated into this new week. Or we can just decide that we don't have to live that way anymore. We can make things right and move forward peacefully as we continue with the rhythm of the scriptures and allowing God to pull us forward away from all of our pride and arrogance and all of the things that are lower and less than we were created to be and we can live into all that God has for us. So it's a shiny, sparkly new week and uh, we'll, we'll read from a shiny, sparkly new translation. This week we'll read from the New Living Translation. And we'll pick up where we left off in the book of Genesis with the story of uh, Isaac and Rebekah and their children Jacob and Esau. Today, Genesis chapter 28 and 29. So Isaac called for Jacob, blessed him and said, You must not marry any of these Canaanite women. Instead, go at once to Paddan Aram, to the house of your grandfather Bethuel, and marry one of your uncle Laban's daughters. May God Almighty bless you and give you many children, and may your descendants multiply and become many nations. May God pass on to you and your descendants the blessings he promised to Abraham. May you own this land where you are now living as a foreigner, for God gave this land to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Paddan Aram to stay with his uncle Laban, his mother's brother, the son of Bethuel, the Aramean. Esau knew that his father Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him to Paddan Aram to find a wife, and that he had warned Jacob, you must not marry a Canaanite woman. He also knew that Jacob had obeyed his parents and gone to Paddan Aram. It was now very clear to Esau that his father did not like the local Canaanite women. So Esau visited his uncle Ishmael's family and married one of Ishmael's daughters in addition to the wives he already had. His new wife's name was Mahalath. She was the sister of Nebaioth and the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son. Meanwhile, Jacob left Beersheba and traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stop there for the night. Jacob found a stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. As he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the earth 
up to heaven. And he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham, and the God of your father Isaac. The ground you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions, to the west and the east, to the north and the south, and all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. What's more, I am with you, and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. And Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I wasn't even aware of it. But he was also afraid and said, What an awesome place this is. It is none other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. The next morning Jacob got up very early. He took the stone he had rested his head against, and he set it upright as a memorial pillar. Then he poured olive oil over it. He named that place Bethel, which means house of God, although it was previously called Luz. Then Jacob made this vow. If God will indeed be with me and protect me on this journey, and if he will provide me with food and clothing, and if I return safely to my father's home, then the Lord will certainly be my God. And this memorial pillar I have set up will become a place for worshiping God, and I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives me. And Jacob hurried on, finally arriving in the land of the east. He saw a well in the distance. Three flocks of sheep and goats lay in an open field beside it, waiting to be watered. But a heavy stone covered the mouth of the well. It was the custom there to wait for all the flocks to arrive before removing the stone and watering the animals. Afterward, the stone would be placed back over the mouth of the well. Jacob went over to the shepherds and asked, Where are you from, my friends? We are from Haran, they answered. Do you know a man there named Laban, the grandson of Naor? he asked. Yes, we do, they replied. Is he doing well? Jacob asked. Yes, he's well, they answered. Look, here comes his daughter, Rachel, with the flock now. Jacob said, Look, it's still broad daylight. Too early to round up the animals. Why don't you water the sheep and goats so they can get back out to pasture? We can't water the animals until all the flocks have arrived, they replied. Then the shepherds move the stone from the mouth of the well and we water all the sheep and goats. Jacob was still talking with them when Rachel arrived with her father's flock, for she was his shepherd. And because Rachel was his cousin, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, 
And because the sheep and goats belonged to his uncle Laban, Jacob went over to the well and moved the stone from its mouth and watered his uncle's flock. Then Jacob kissed Rachel, and he wept aloud. He explained to Rachel that he was her cousin on her father's side, the son of her aunt, Rebekah. So Rachel quickly ran and told her father Laban. As soon as Laban heard that his nephew Jacob had arrived, he ran out to meet him. He embraced and kissed him and brought him home. When Jacob had told him his story, Laban exclaimed, You really are my own flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with Laban for about a month, Laban said to him, You shouldn't work for me without pay just because we are relatives. Tell me how much your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The older daughter was named Leah, and the younger one was Rachel. There was no sparkle in Leah's eyes, but Rachel had a beautiful figure and a lovely face. Since Jacob was in love with Rachel, he told her father, I'll work for you for seven years if you'll give me Rachel, your younger daughter, as my wife. Agreed, Laban replied. I'd rather give her to you than to anyone else. Stay and work with me. So Jacob worked seven years to pay for Rachel, but his love for her was so strong that it seemed to him but a few days. Finally, the time came for him to marry her. I have fulfilled my agreement, Jacob said to Laban. Now give me my wife so I can sleep with her. So Laban invited everyone in the neighborhood and prepared a wedding feast. But that night, when it was dark, Laban took Leah to Jacob, and he slept with her. Laban had given Leah a servant, Zilpah, to be her maid. But when Jacob woke up in the morning, it was Leah. What have you done to me? Jacob raged at Laban. I worked seven years for Rachel. Why have you tricked me? It is not our custom here to marry off a younger daughter ahead of the firstborn, Laban replied. But wait until the bridal week is over. Then we'll give you Rachel too, provided you promise to work another seven years for me. So Jacob agreed to work seven more years. A week after Jacob had married Leah, Laban gave him Rachel too. Laban gave Rachel a servant, Bilhah, to be her maid. So Jacob slept with Rachel too, and he loved her much more than Leah. He then stayed and worked for Laban the additional seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he enabled her to have children, but Rachel could not conceive. So Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben, for she said, The Lord has noticed my misery, and now my husband will love me. She soon became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. She named him Simeon, for she said, The Lord heard that I was unloved and has given me another son. Then she became pregnant a third time and gave birth to another son. 
He was named Levi, for she said, Surely this time my husband will feel affection for me, since I have given him three sons. Once again Leah became pregnant and gave birth to another son. She named him Judah, for she said, Now I will praise the Lord. And then she stopped having children. Matthew 9, 18-38 As Jesus was saying this, the leader of a synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said. But you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Just then, a woman who had suffered for twelve years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe, for she thought, If I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he saw the noisy crowd and heard the funeral music. Get out, he told them. The girl isn't dead. She's only asleep. But the crowd laughed at him. After the crowd was put outside, however, Jesus went in and took the girl by the hand and she stood up. The report of this miracle swept through the entire countryside. After Jesus left the girl's home, two blind men followed along behind him, shouting, Son of David, have mercy on us. They went right into the house where he was staying, and Jesus asked them, Do you believe I can make you see? Yes, Lord, they told him, we do. Then he touched their eyes and said, Because of your faith, it will happen. Then their eyes were opened and they could see. Jesus sternly warned them, Don't tell anyone about this. But instead they went out and spread his fame all over the region. When they left, a demon-possessed man who couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. So Jesus cast out the demon, and then the man began to speak. The crowds were amazed. Nothing like this has ever happened in Israel, they exclaimed. But the Pharisees said, He can cast out demons because he is empowered by the prince of demons. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, The harvest is great but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. 
Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Psalm 11 For the choir director A Psalm of David I trust in the Lord for protection. So why do you say to me, Fly like a bird to the mountains for safety. The wicked are stringing their bows and fitting their arrows on the bow strings. They shoot from the shadows at those whose hearts are right. The foundations of law and order have collapsed. What can the righteous do? But the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord still rules from heaven. He watches everyone closely, examining every person on earth. The Lord examines both the righteous and the wicked. He loves those who love violence. He will rain down blazing coals and burning sulfur on the wicked, punishing them with scorching winds. For the righteous Lord loves justice. The virtuous will see his face. Proverbs 3, 11 and 12 My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for this, uh, the beginning of a new week, and we look forward to all that you will speak to us through your word in this week, and we pray, Holy Spirit, come. We remain open to you, because uh, we can hear your word and not do it, uh, or we can hear your word and allow ourselves to be open and allow you to lead us and transform us, and so this is our heart's posture. And uh, we commit to this. We open ourselves to you, Holy Spirit, into this new week. Lead and guide us, we pray, in all of our conversations, in all of our relationships, in all of our choices and decisions, and all that is before us in thought, word, and deed. We invite you, come Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is uh, home base. It's uh, the website, of course. It's where you find out what's going on around here, so be sure to stay tuned and stay connected. And uh, I remind you that uh, at the community section at DailyAudioBible.com, you can find all of the links to different social media channels. So if you are on social media, uh, you may want to be involved in one of the groups like DAB Friends, where you can uh, continue to interact with uh, your brothers and sisters as we take the journey through the scriptures this year. So uh, check that all out at dailyaudiobible.com. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link that is, uh, that's on the homepage. And I thank you for those of you who have clicked that link over the years. 
and uh, thrown another log on the global campfire, and uh, we continue to move forward day by day. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, family. How you doing? This is the prodigal. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm still here. And uh, I'm humbled and I'm in tears and it's crushed by all of your prayers and all of your good wishes and your thoughtfulness. And uh, it gave me a lot of hope. Anyway, yesterday was the epiphany, and uh, I had an epiphany. It changed uh, my attitude, it changed my outlook, it changed a lot of things. Still struggling here, family, just uh, mightily, but aren't we all? So I'm not leaving you. That's my commitment to you, I'm not going to leave you. So I appreciate y'all booing me up and uh, carrying me through a very, very, very tough time. 18 was the year from hell, the year in hell, the year below hell. And uh, 2019 started off just as bad, but God intervened, and uh, on the epiphany, I had one. So uh, I'm thanking him and praying to call in with y'all, to y'all with uh, a praise report and positive stuff. Anyway, again, thank you all. You humbled me. I was in tears on my knees crying and praying. It uh, killed me, but didn't. That's a good thing, I guess, huh? Anyway, God bless you all. Praying for you all. Continue to pray for you all. Continue listening. This year in the Bible has been more important to me than any other year before, so I'll explain more about that later. Anyway, God bless you. Thank you. Love you all. I'm out. Hi, this is Sherry from Kansas, and this is for Prodigal. I hope you hear this. I don't have any family either, and I've been all alone for so long, and I've lived through horror and devastation in the past several years, and I was falsely accused of taking money from my parents. I cared for them for four years, and um, then some people came in, convinced my dad I was still, that I was supposedly stealing from him, got me locked out of the house. I was not with my parents for the last two months of their lives, nor was I with them when they died and I was devastated at being falsely accused and meanwhile those people who accused me took $350,000 and eventually my name was cleared but here's the thing you think you have nothing to live for I had so much pain I could not imagine living with it but God got me through I would in two and three in the morning I would be on the internet singing worship songs and worshiping and God got me through and he will get you through and there is a reason you're alive and you can't see the whole picture I know that I still have a purpose to fulfill I thought everything was over I thought I couldn't live with the pain but I did and I'm here and thanks to the prayers of this 
of the People Daily Audio Bible. I, I am more than okay now. I am doing better every day. So hang in there, stay in there, and believe that God is going to come to your rescue, that He loves you, and that there is a reason you're here. So God bless you. I will be praying for you too, okay? Don't give up. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Grace, and I listen to the Daily Audio Bible, and this year I've made a a recommitment to listen. I stopped for a year. I really enjoy everything that is shared, and thank you so much. I have a request. Um, I've been married for quite some time. My husband and I, we have always, we are believers. We've been blessed with children, but we have always had a hard time getting along. And um, I'm really just pressing in, asking for prayer that this would be the year of breakthrough for us. And, um, you know, and if it does affect our children, they don't like like hearing and seeing that. And it's important for the generations to follow in their marriages. Also, I have a son who um, just has health problems, and it challenges his faith in the Lord. So I just pray, uh, please, for this uh, son of mine who... Um, really needs to stand strong and just want to see healing come to his body and his soul. Thank you so much, family, and I look forward to praying for you and hearing all about what's to come in the new year. Bye-bye. It's a new year. It's a new day. A new opportunity to follow in that narrow way. It's Jay from Nashville, and... uh, just wanted to reach out and let you guys know that I'm thinking about you. Every day when I listen to the Daily Audio Bible, I pray along with all the prayers. And each week when I listen to the prayer line, I pray along with all of you. You know, this is the only way that I know of to have this amazing extended family all over the world that will pray for me, that will pray for you, and that will pray for each other. This year, like every other year, is going to continue each moment by moment, each hour by hour, and each day by day. As the weeks pass by, we will be flying through Scripture at a breakneck pace. As the months go by, we will hear the Word of God each day. So in that, I pray our brothers and sisters that this year, as we take this journey once again through the Word of God with Brian, with each other, that we will hear things this year that we've never heard before, that will ignite a fire within us to seek out the will of God this year. Love you guys. Bye. Good morning. My name is Marilyn from New Hampshire. Happy New Year. I'm calling on January 8th. And um, I've been um, actually starting our fourth year of DAB, and second year DAB chronological. I'm calling today just to, I'm kind of like just like an awe or just like my heart is so touched by Brian's commentary today. I was touching me on so many levels. 
um, about judging others, about worry, and about walking the narrow path. Um, it's just, uh, wow, my, my being is like kind of like shaking because it's just, it's just the Holy Spirit has just gone so deep. And how we're so quick to judge others and, you know, judge others, other Christians or other people because they're not, because they're not believers, or judge that person because she's overweight, or judge that person because they, they live in poverty. And it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just blown away by Brian's um, comments today, and just thank you so much for what the Holy Spirit's doing. And I also am I'm really grateful that, Brian, when you um, talk about the context, like we're so qu- quick to judge Lot's daughters for having sex with their dad when, you know, for the situation, the time that they were living in, that was something that they really had to really consider. Um, they didn't have any heirs, and that was just really good. I explain the Bible, Brian, is just like, wow. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I'm really grateful for this community, and we're going to Israel next month, so we're really excited about that. But I'm just really grateful for DAB, and I bless Brian and, and Jill and China and the whole family. We're so grateful for them, and just uh, praise God, and God bless you all. Happy New Year. Bye-bye.